chapter 32 of the game on player self. I am Lord Teammaker aka Will McKellar and joining me as always on this side Correct. is James Gug-Gug-Boogles Atkinson. Uh, <laughs> go. almost merged us into one human being uh, slash uh, pigeon love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that like, going to have to be my new username now? I'm going to have to change it to Skype to Gug, you know, Gug-Gug-Boogles. That's the new Steam name. Yeah. You can find me at gubgubboogles at twitch.tv. I wonder if that's taken. This is where we uh, break everything down. Yeah, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to get on that, see if we've got the, we can get that Twitch channel. You know you got to do it. And also joining us as well, down here, down here, is Hagelman. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How has your week been? Because we've got a shit ton of news to talk about tonight, and what we've been playing, and any shout-outs, and also about next week with uh, Game Blast, and possibly, possibly some esports stuff from Pokemon. Probably some yeah. esports. I mean, I haven't played next to anything, so this is going to make the news part really key to this show. <laughs> oh, we've got some bits of news. We have oh. some. Tasty morsels. So, it's in my tirade at the end of it. I was going to say, shall, shall, shall we start with that one? Shall, shall um, we, or do you want to build up to it? No, I want to build up to it. It also gives me time to buy a USB uh, adapter. Port. Okay. <laughs> hey, he's only shopping. He's not like he's playing a video game. <laughs> well, let's start with some silly news then, first of all. And it's to do with Nintendo Switch. Now, Eurogamer... Uh, in the past couple of days, it's like they got their Nintendo Switch through, which is pretty cool. But however, they were going to do an unboxing video, and then they saw the embargo list of what they can and cannot do. So what they could do, they, they could open the box, they could show you the box, they could show you the Switch in the box. Can't take it out just yet, though. <laughs> Not allowed, they're under embargo. No. Nope. <laughs> Can they not take it out of the box, or can they not show other people that they have taken the Switch out of the box? From what I can gather, they cannot show they've taken it out of the box. So I believe they're waiting to do to leave it in there is it, so they can do the video. Is it like the scene in Seven where like Morgan Freeman is like staring at it, and like Eurogamers going, "What's in the box? What's in the box? Tell me, man, what's in the box?" And secretly, it's like I, you know, like the head of Nintendo's head, severed head in it, or something like that. <laughs> By the way, Seven, great movie. Uh, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, and uh, Brad Pitt. Very good watch. You got Reggie just sit, standing in the background, just looking menacing, holding his hat, rubbing his hands, like, "Don't you do it? <laughs> do not take that switch out." Or I be very very nasty <laughs> <laughs> i will be angry and i will write you a letter about how angry we are with you that <laughs> you have taken the switch out of the box it's very very silly <laughs> we've had other people say to us like well, why did they bother making a video in the first place why didn't they just wait because they could because it's going to get 10 billion clicks because it's the switch exactly and it's ride that train ride that train the hype train. <laughs> Get the hype train a roll in. <laughs> As Kurt says, there it is absurd. 
just have very, to do, they have to wait. Yeah, very you know, absurd. Some people have said, fuck that, and taken those out. So they went, screw you, Nintendo. <laughs> you won't let me put this on YouTube anyways, so <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You know, if Nintendo want to send us a Switch so we can try it, you know, we won't say no. Good, there's our shilling. <laughs> so, there's, so there's the first bit of news. Um, the other one, uh, it concerns E3. Now, this is early. This is early stuff, but um, Microsoft are switching things up a bit. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> By bringing up, I don't know um, if that's a low blow or uh... <laughs> transition. Nice little segue, I think. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. So, so Microsoft are not holding their, their free presser on the Monday that they normally would do. Uh, they're bringing it forward to Sunday from 2 p.m. Pacific time, so 10 p.m. over here in the UK. Um, and they are going to show off what looks like going to be a huge amount about the Project Scorpio. Because they have that l little bit on Twitter, you know, when they, they showed the actual chipboard, the Scorpio from last year. Mm -hmm. Big picture from Larry Herb with that on there. So big hint that it's going to be about Scorpio, which I'm actually mm. looking forward to listening to and seeing what it's all about, because... You know, this is the thing that could actually be properly 4K from the box rather than upscaling stuff, you know? Eh. I mean, I mean, it's interesting that they're taking a media move to play, to kind of end the show. I mean, it makes some strategic sense because you're ending the show, so we're like, you know, this is the last thing that's going to be ingrained in people's minds that you hear about is the Microsoft Thing, so it makes no. sense. Th th this is going to be at the beginning. This is going to be for, for this is going to oh, be the same going, day as Bethesda. Yeah, they're going before Bethesda. Wow. Bethesda's going to be uh, was there going well, seeing as other people are copying us on the Sunday. <laughs> but here's like, a question: What what, what is staying on their day? Um, I imagine so. I imagine so at the moment. Because I, I imagine that what they're planning on doing is they specifically wanted to move their time so that they're not before PlayStation. Because then they can re-edit any of the shit they're going to be doing to fuck with PlayStation like <laughs> well, no, they, they did last time. They are going before PlayStation. Yeah. Are they going before PlayStation? They're going, remember when Bethesda was the first show? They're going before Bethesda. They're yeah. the first show. Oh, oh, they moved from... Oh, wow. I thought you said Sunday to Monday, not Monday to Sunday. No. Oh, yeah. in that case whatever <laughs> well we were like e3 is like kind of like it runs like a convention where it's like got like friday to like tuesday so it runs like a con yeah, yeah. no i thought he said sunday to yeah, but i thought he said normally it's it's wednesday through to uh is it it's normally wednesday to fr to friday for what? e3 yeah because it's normal. Because you look at normally they used to do the monday stuff with uh, microsoft microsoft used to be the first one and then you had Tuesday was normally um, things like EA, Ubisoft, Sony. Wednesday morning was Nintendo Direct, and then it opened up. And that's how it used to be. But then last year, um, Bethesda came in and went, we're going to do ours on Sunday. EA went, well, we're not going to do ours at E3, so fuck you all. Which <laughs> 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 pretty much they did. <laughs> EA Play. Because they had yep. it in both LA and London that, that bit. Because it was like the Saturday on there. So 
you know that's that, that that was a big change there which again they're doing ea play but they're only doing it in one location this time um so yeah so that's where it's different so microsoft trying to get a jump on it because of the whole they want the, the press they want all the the cameras and everything on them for project scorpio because what her big what big thing is sony gonna bring out this year i did they're probably going to talk about whatever their 4K PlayStation is with the Pro. Yeah. And then, but we've got we've got the Switch. You can take it with you. You just can't take it out of the box yet. But you can take it with you when you're allowed to take it out of the box. You know. Now, <laughs> now here's here's something that I would love to see. Um, and that is Nintendo going before both of them and then filling all of the seats of the showroom with a Switch. So when people come in to sit down for the other one, they all have a Switch that they can play for the next two shows. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. <laughs> like, just out of the box, here it is, right now. Right now, here it is. Play it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> We're doing a thing. Everyone's on the Scorpio. But I've playing. got Zelda. I've got the Zelda demo. <laughs> Zelda, hey, okay. <laughs> hey, you can get DLC for Zelda. They're getting a season pass that everyone this week has been blowing up about. It's like, really? We've had season passes for quite a few years now. And only now, again, you're complaining. Here's a question: When when was the season passes a like release come out? Um, like they around came Scott out in the Modern Warfare Two um, era. era. Okay, which is about right when around there, either a little bit before, or a little bit after, but like, like right when, around that time, roughly when Skyrim came out. Um, it, it was about no, no, it was before Skyrim. Okay, it was before I went to college. Was season passes started? Okay, so we so we know how far behind. Nintendo really is now on the curb. Yes. <laughs> season pass! Skyrim before season pass. <laughs> yeah, so... We're, so, so yeah, we're they're going back in time. Years. That's what they're doing. They're going back in time. I mean, honestly, real talk, if they went back and just re-released the like N64... On the Switch? Not even on the Switch, just like... just. Remade the N sixty four. Yeah, that because all of our rolling in it. Our generation, generation buy it all. Yeah, with just just disposable. With yeah, because we are getting to the point where we're starting to have some disposable income. And boy, if you want to talk about pulling on some heartstrings, that's it right there. The mini N sixty four. That actually be a really cool thing to do. That'd be yeah, cool. you could do a little handheld N sixty four like. You could do it with the full screen. All the all the stuff is so poorly, you know, it does it didn't age well. So you can stick it right there on the thing. And the, here's a question though: Would you allow it to connect to the internet so you could play actual GoldenEye with your friends, or would you make it so that they would have to come and play split screen? screen? <laughs> I'm a little tiny. <laughs> um, I think honestly, I think if you if they made us like a mini console mm-hmm. that you could connect to the Switch. Um, that was an N64, and it was basically just a controller with a big screen set up. 
Um, I think that having it go online would be cool, but split screening to your TV would be way better. Because first and foremost, you'll have a bigger screen, and then secondly, you'll have more screen. So you can get pissed off at Fred again for playing Odd Job in Goldeneye. Fucking dude, Fred. Odd job is short. None of us can shoot him. There's no aim assist on this fucking game. Nobody chooses odd job. Dude, it's a legitimate strategy. He's a character in the game. We all had that Fred. He always did it too. You either fist fought over Bond, and they had to play like Soldier X all the way at the end of the thing, which kind of looked like Bond, but it wasn't really fucking Bond. Yeah, the one guy who played Jaws because fucking. Jaws, and then Odd Job. <laughs> that was me. I was Jaws. <laughs> you were always Jaws. Okay, so you're Jaws. Everybody remembers those guys. The fist fights I, uh, can come back. Just, just looking in the chat, it's like we know uh, Geo saying that we know how people are with season passes are announced pre-launch, especially if announced what's going to be on it. Always divided either it's cool or boo cut content. Uh, and Punisher is saying that the best season pass he had though was for him was Witcher Three, which yeah it it was one but it's like that's the thing about season passes we've had them for years now they're nothing new the only thing they're really new for is it's nintendo that's doing it now and people just seem to be just go oh oh, nintendo doing this their last bastion of safety against the dlc play is nothing (laughs) sacred not even zelda is sacred anymore what is this blasphemy? Whereas, do you know, do you know the simple way to actually combat this stuff? Don't buy it. Bingo. Or, or wait a year when the gold edition comes out with all the DLC bundled into it for the same price as the original retail game. And then buy it. And then buy it. <laughs> or wait for the gold edition to go become available on Steam during a Steam sale and get it for 30% off. Now, there's an issue with the don't buy it theory with some games, most of them being the huge names, the uh, the Call of Duties, the Battlefields, those. And that is, if you don't have certain map packs, you will not be able to access certain game modes. And that becomes a problem. Or just, you just don't buy the game or just wait until the sale comes on. Exactly. Don't worry, I can solve this problem. By Counter Strike Global Offensive, they play three maps. That's that's it. The pros only play on fucking three maps the entire time. That's all you have to play and learn to get good. It's, it's literally the same thing. All the money's in skins. Sometimes you may want to get you know. Sometimes you have fake pack openings for skins because people give you money for that. But hey, that's that's a different. That's that's different. That's not cheating. That's just cheating for cool shit that's not actually cheating in the game which is fine <laughs> it's, it's not like they're losing money ever yeah. <laughs> and besides it supports Gabe Newell and we all know Gabe Newell is best Newell just the end scene of Metal Gear Solid 4 just just saluting Gabe Newell <laughs> as Guns of the Patriots plays in the background. Just like the most proudest American shit ever. 
<laughs> There's your mental image right there. <laughs> I mean, Punisher says he only buys season passes for RPGs, but I mean, before we close this bit out, I mean, do you do you guys look at you know season passes and go, well, yeah, I see this. Let's see, we get plenty more mi- uh, story missions here, so I'll buy it. Or do you go, yeah, I'll just just yeah, just wait. I have only bought one season pass uh, in the last two years, and that one was the Fallout Four season pass. Yeah, and the reason for that was is because when they announced what was in the season pass and that they were going to bump it up by twenty bucks, I bought it before they bumped up the season price pass, because it made monetary sense for the what you'd pay in the DLC. It made sense. That's how I looked at it. I don't buy a season pass, or I should say, I bought two. I also bought the XCOM two uh, season pass. But they they went before they even launched the game. Says these are the expansions that will be in the season pass. This is the content you're going to get. The content will cost X amount each time. You will be saving fifteen dollars if you buy the season pass. We'll pump your camera. What? what, what come on, come on. You're fuzzy. There You're fuzzy. Ah, there. I tried to tell you earlier. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. was oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Universal sign now, guys. Bump your camera. <laughs> don't no, Will. Don't do it now. You may make it worse. <laughs> okay. Right, anyway. yeah, uh, so, how about yourself, Chris? Um, I don't typically buy season pass things. I don't typically buy DLC. Um, it's dependent on first and foremost, like how long I've played through the game without it if it's even necessary, and like what I'm really getting out of it. Um, for example, the DLC for Borderlands, I usually support because they go through these extravagant storylines and uh, when they have the new characters, they're usually interesting to play as well. Um, but like, I didn't buy most of the Halo 3 maps. I didn't buy most of the extra map packs for a bunch of games because they're just map packs. If it's not contributing a significant enough thing to the game, I probably won't. I buy into things like all of the Skyrim DLC because they're really good at what they do. They deserve it. <laughs> like, in all reality, to anyone who has sat down and played thousands of hours of uh, Skyrim... Let's be honest, the game is worth more than the $60 you paid for. You can look at the it, long... It's a high price point, but like... <laughs> look at the longevity that game has had. Absolutely. Like, it's... And I, I didn't even buy it at retail price. I bought it on the cheap. I got it for like 20 bucks. So like, that plus all the DLC, like, way worth more than... Way, way more worth out of that than that. Um... But yeah, like, generally I'll avoid it in multiplayer. I generally try to pay what I feel like the game is worth. Um, and, like, what the game gives back to me. Um, so, like, Overwatch is, is an example where it has a retail price. And I think it's reasonably priced. It's, like, 30 bucks. Um, definitely worth that. And then the extra bits that I pay into is because I feel like I'm getting more out of it for that price. Um 
same with Diablo 3. I felt like that was absolutely what the price it was at and things like that. So if a game I buy feels like it's worth more and then there's DLC that is worth more, then I'm going to grab it. But it's really it's wibbly-wobbly. Because for me, the only sort of... The biggest DLC pack that I've bought, especially in the past six months, or l- at least a year, has been The Witcher 3, like Punisher. And I think that's been worth it as well. Because you look at it, I mean, if you got the like the, the, the DLC packs retail, then the chances are you would got the Gwent cards as well. So you were getting Gwent in reality. So it's just a, it was a case of you know, and those bits were just, you know, it made it made it worth it. And the size of the DLC were another what twenty plus hours at least for there. You're almost getting brand new game there for, with those bits anyway. So you know, if you can get that on a decent price, especially now, you're looking what potentially over two hundred hours for that. So I mean, that's just. You know, really, really great offer. I mean, then you can get some really shit offers for DLC. And again, like Punisher said, Destiny. The way they had Destiny set up, where you had one set of season pass for two bits, then, oh, look, you have to pay another season pass. Boom. Yeah, that's where I see things going wrong really fast, is like when you have season passes that don't cover, like, the vast majority of the DLC intended to be released. I think the yeah. other thing you have to look at too is that, and, and I think it's the it's the definition of Destiny that if you didn't call it a season pass and you just called them what they were, were expansions to a multi MMO, it would have been fine, because Destiny being an MMO, and it is because it's a massively online multiplayer game, that's the industry standard. So. So, yeah, so that's that's that better news. Do you want to go and say about any bits and esports before we get into this other big piece of news? Well, I mean, we can also talk about Steam. Because that's kind of a big thing that's going to be happening soon for a lot of indie de- yeah. game developers. Okay, then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that being that Greenlight is going bye-bye. So the original Greenlight model is that you were paid Steam $100 to put your game on them for peer review, and then they would, at that point, if it got enough views or anything like that, they would advance the game onto the Steam sale. Now they're going for Steam Direct, which basically means if you, you have to give them an application with the game, they have to do some stress testing of the game to make sure it clears some basic basic standards, and then they put the the game on Steam. And then they usually they they think they take like a trying to remember the numbers here. Uh, I actually have them pulled up. So what they were saying is, uh, wired. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> uh, yeah. So they they normally take yeah. So they would uh, submit a game for compatibility test and play a recoupable keyword there is recoupable application fee. Uh, for a game to be uploaded, <laughs> Valve usually takes thirty cents, uh, takes a thirty percent cut for sales through Steam. So you look at something like that, and the, what they're trying to do is they're trying to like m- make a better pipeline. Uh, what they're saying is that Greenlight, like, created a lot of area for people to adv- in, you know put indie games in, 
but there's also the the quality and the quantity issue where yeah. let's 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 be honest let's steam green light so there's a lot of games on steam green light a lot of them not very good but because you paid your hundred bucks i can take every 12-hour project i've ever done an rpg maker and post it and hope i get and hope i get enough people to peer review it to, to sell the game so i can understand where steam is going with this you know it maybe it's creating a little bit more of a barrier to get your game on steam uh, obviously, the big thing there is non-recoupable uh, uh, application fee. We don't know what that dollar amount is yet. But I'm going to be assuming it's going to be the, pretty much the same thing, $100. $100, probably. Yeah, um, that's my that's my expectation on that. But it's going to be $100. There was, there was talk it could be a couple of grand on there. and Because um, I know Jim Sterling was all about this. And he was all about it. If it was a couple of grand, then it's it might push smaller indies out of it because you know obviously the cost but if it that's why i don't think it's going to be that he reckons it's going to be i realistically probably around about you know five six hundred dollars maybe a little bit more and that if it's it's non-recoupable then it's it's probably going to be around 100 to 200 it's recoupable if it is recoupable then it doesn't matter what they put um so my estimation, because because you're gonna be getting it back, so it's not gonna make a difference to them. Um, either way, they're not gonna be putting it too high because solo and indie developers are going to be wanting to get on the platform. When they're on the platform, um, most indicators they don't have any. There's a, there's a clause where you can't quote the exact amount that you're having the cut from, but indicators show it's around thirty to thirty five percent cut. Thirty five percent of any sales you make go straight to them. So even if you make ten sales. They're still making something, and that covers the cost of uploading it onto their server, which is pennies for them to cover. So they're really losing nothing on that. What they are losing out on with the green light is they have a bunch of shit games getting pushed through because people do um, flood mechanics to try and get as many flooded-in upvotes and whatnot. Um, I know that like it's been relatively easy to get up into the numbers just by having a, a large venue of people tagging a thing at one time. Um, that sudden resurgent spike of attention is what gets people moved in. Um, whereas through this new system, it sounds like they're going to be doing a little bit more like double-checking and stuff and not just using a vote system. Um, yeah. The vote system in place could have worked if there wasn't that error to deal with. So. And the thing is, too, and, and, and probably anybody who has Steam can attest it. Go to Steam, go to newly released right now, and look at those games. Just do it. I'll wait. I don't want to. <laughs> just just look at those games. How many of them looked like a relatively polished, because I will say relatively here, polished indie game? And how much does some of them look like you, you, you had like a couple months of development on it and just threw it to see if you could make some money. <coughs> Did as, you homicide? <laughs> as, as, a, as, as, a, as a former indie dev, um, uh, a fair amount of those don't really look like they got polished to a point. <laughs> so, Mind you, I'm also very nitpicky with it too. So I, I just remember... <laughs> 
why I stopped. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the it's just it's, I hope it helps. I really hope it, it, it does bring some quality control in to this. Yeah. And that that's the big thing because the one thing I was hearing about green light was they don't always check them. They just it's just like an automated system almost. It is an automated go. system. They don't check so, it. Yeah, you just here's your, here, you paid us your money. There you go. Boom, it, it's on there. Yeah. Whereas this hope actually brings that the human has to has to do that. Well, they brought in um, before they brought in another system that wasn't quite green light. It was almost like a kickstart, like, would you guys want to play this type thing? Um, which was for mostly for concepts and prototypes, not actual games. It was a tool for developers to figure out how, like, if they wanted to continue developing the title that they were working on. Um, and that seemed to have, from what I saw when I looked at it, that seems to have been fairly good. Um... There was like actually like commenty bits and whatnot. Like you can actually note things from from what I saw, which wasn't very much and not very extensively. Um, but if they're going through uh, a different system that way, I think we're going to be seeing a lot less of um, unfinished projects pushed through. Uh, a lot of games that are greenlit at an early stage from early promises and then never going forward with those promises i think we're gonna be seeing a lot less of that so um the majority so starcraft for example that seems to have been in bloody early access for fucking years daisy <laughs> which one starcraft no not starcraft what was it star, 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 citizen. star citizen that's the one star, star yeah, citizen. Star citizen. sorry i stand corrected <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, it seems like it's been in there for years, and my mate was talking about it yesterday, and it's like they still still got other big things they want to put into there. And it's just a case of they, they've not finished this yet with the budget they've had and the overrun of budget, and they've increased a bit. I mean, we've had someone in the chat saying there's no AAA games on Steam that's popular. Not. Hmm. Not right now. There hasn't been any AAA games released recently that are popular on Steam right now. That's fair. I, I can say that. I mean, granted, also remember, everybody's Steam is tailored to your specific picks, which is something that they put in to, you know, adjust for the overarching spam of indie games. Because I remember one day waking up, and then the next thing I knew, it was like, okay, let me see what's new on Steam. And just it was just... Just, just indie games. It was just cute anime girl pictures just down the list. I'm like... I thought something else was supposed to come out today, and it was just... It did. It's also drowned out by the 57 visual novels that were published today. Yeah. <laughs> that are like one ninety nine. Um, Punisher is least asking what happened to Deep Down. Does anybody know? Down on... Oh, deep it? Down, Deep Down, Deep Down. Which one was that one? <laughs> it, it got shoved deep down under the rug. That's what happened. <laughs> Into development hell. Yes, I mean, like, let's let's also like look at, and I know this is one of Chris's favorite genres of game, but let's look at the massively survival online base building destructible game. How many of those are in development issues now? Could Ark, Ark, Ark as well. Ark did good, but 
Um, Daisy the Arma mod is that Why still the, Rust? Is, has Rust has Rust made it out of uh, development yet? Is that no, actually? Fuck you. <laughs> I think it. I think it actually. I don't think it was in development for very long. I think they went full game because they weren't pushing too much further with it when they launched it in early access. Because it was one of the flagships of early access. Yeah. Uh, Let's along look at, with it, it was. It was like that and Daisy were the were the early access flagships. And uh, I think Daisy's still they, on early access. By the way. I have no idea. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. I would. I. I'm. I'm not a betting man, but I would probably say. Pretty good chance that, uh... Because I'm pretty sure they went... Yeah. Nope, it's still early access. Yep. Told you. And like I said, that's, that's not knocking your... That, that genre of game. But it's like, dude... Come on. You've had I think it. at this point, they're just lazy and don't want to actually release it, air quotes. It's just easier to keep it in early access. It's because our game has so many fucking bugs. Hey, but in in oh, in, in interesting news, uh, Daisy Development Twitter uh, did say that one of the major steps towards the beta is we're saying goodbye to the SQF script. So sorry, they're not even in beta. <laughs> they're not even in beta yet with Daisy. <laughs> How long is that? Jesus, no, Apparently, uh, apparently Rust is still doing, like, major elements. Um, th this is as of yesterday. Uh, they did a new, um, new prefab optimizations, uh, new models, like, a lot of new models. Fixed a bunch of, um, hacks and exploits and shit. Uh, added new items, added refrigerators, uh, created new... Um, a lot, a lot of models. CCTV, charcoal, cloth, explosives, gunpowder, HQ metal, HQ metal ore, leather, low-grade fuel, metal fragments, paper, sulfur, targeted computer, metal ore, sulfur ore, um, uh, gears, duct tape, bleach, machete, F1 grenade, bone club, bone knife, stone axe, hammer. Like, just... Machete. This is yesterday. Um... And so, I mean, you know, some games may take the Minecraft cycle of development, which, yeah. you know, I... We, which the, the survival buildy games kind of have to, especially if they're not using a voxelized world. Um, they have to adjust for changes and uh, randomizations and things in whatever system they're using to kind of auto-balance and correct for itself. So right. it's, it is a tricky thing. And you don't obviously want a game to get released too early because their media pushed them to release the game early, saying there's all these things, and then the creator lied about what was actually going to be the game at the start, and then That's you tried to worry about wormholes, <laughs> <laughs> and there weren't really wormholes in the game, and then they hit the Twitter got hacked, and people said things, and you know... Yeah. I'm not going to name we... any names... Well, there's no way I'm going to name any names because the sky's the limit on that. We have a strong opinion in chat saying Daisy needs to die. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying it needs to die. I think at this point, though, it needs to shit or get off the pot. <laughs> we're, we're at that stage. Because I can play Daisy by playing Arma with a mod and having it be ten times better than the actual Daisy game. 
Because guess what? That's what it is. <laughs> well, Daisy's last update was, I think, the seventh. I was just looking at it a second ago. So, Daisy. Yeah, the seventh. The seventh was the last one. Um, and it looked like they were just doing a lot of major bug fixes. But I mean, like they're they're still working on it. They're still chipping away at it. As I slowly throw my controller. And then we had the, the, the newer newer survival one that came out recently, of Conan Exiles, with movable penis. <laughs> with dong physics. <laughs> with dong physics. I think that was the biggest thing that people missed from early Rust, was uh, was uh, f- Funkin' with some junk. <laughs> Funkin' with some junk. Dong. Yep. <laughs> dong physics and Rust. There you yeah, go. You can, you can do online now, gonna, guys. How long is that going to be in early access? But, you know... Oh god, I don't fucking know. Well, it's it's Myat, so probably not long at all. Cool. Oh no, no, not Myat. Funcom. Funcom. It's Funcom. Uh, Funcom is pretty damn good at like getting things pushed through. They're also like a major developer, so. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> you know Skyrim does have gadong physics. You find the right mod, you could definitely get them dong physics. <laughs> Okay, are, are we ready for the big, big run? No, no, we got sports first. Esports. Okay, so today is the fifth week of the regular season of the League of Legends uh, uh, North American LCS. We got Dignitas versus FlyQuest. We got Envy versus Phoenix. Um, tomorrow we've got quite a few people lined up, uh, CLG versus Immortals, Liquid versus Dignitas, Cloud9 versus Tism, uh, Envy versus Echo Fox for tomorrow. And then Sunday we have FlyQuest versus Tism, Immortals versus Echo Fox, Phoenix versus Cloud9, Team Liquid versus CLG. Uh, I will always root for CLG because I share initials with them. Um, so yeah, that's, that's going on. We're... Only a few weeks out. It looks like four weeks until the regular season is over, and then we have the uh, fucking something. Um, Dota 2, the Asia Championships look like they are uh, pretty much over. It doesn't look like there's new things. Uh, last match was four days ago, so I think there's a winner there. I didn't check to see what that is just yet. Um, but I'll get more info on that next week because I'm digging through a bunch of shit and I have another thing I want to talk about. Um, I didn't see anything new with the E-League for, uh, the E-League major for CSGO. Um, yeah, that's the sum total of the experts. There is another one, uh, just briefly. Um, Rocket League is doing one, an eSports league where you could win up to $300,000 for this. The, the, the sign-ups end on the 22nd of February. So, you know, if you have a free-person team and you want to do that, head on to rocketleagueesport.com, I believe it is, and you can sign up there. It's on the main menu bit of Rocket League, so you can find out all the information you need. Are we going to form a three-man team and just absolutely botch the first, uh, <laughs> first play? I want to do this. I want to set. Go for I will up. buy Rocket League for this. We, I mean, you, we have kind of a pool of players to build from. You have the Rocket League Community Night team. <laughs> you can get Sandbag and Curtis. I know you're in the yep. chat, Curtis, and don't you dare say you're not a Sandbagger because you 
freaking are. I, I yeah, told we you on Kurtz, We have Kurtz, we have Stratham, we have Christopher Beanhead. Yeah. He's really good. We have Bish Fingers, who's fucking good as well. We have Simmer, who's really good. Should 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 Tig Whippy support two Rocket League esports teams? Because we could technically do that. I think we should. Well, we was say like, wait, if we have, because here's the thing: if we have six guys or six people, I should say, I'm not going to assume that they're they're men or guys women. Being a gender neutral term in this case, true. But we'll say people, <laughs> uh, six people. We could each captain an esports Rocket League team. This is true. And Toronto <laughs> needs to be in sports. That's, a, that's an idea. <laughs> that's that's. I can see that. I wish I could honor. Yeah. I don't. I really don't want to tweak my my settings for NAT things to try and get it to work because uh, bad experiences are bad. But, we yeah. We should have a draft of esports teams. You get to choose who you want. You can vote, choose who you want to be your captain. I'll take the worst. <laughs> I'll take. No, you you have not seen bad play until you've seen me play. Like I haven't played. You you're already better than me. <laughs> You're already better than me. Either or we just support an esports team. If if anybody from the Rocket League community night wants to do this, we'll 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 chat you out. We'll we'll make you be the Tig Whippies esports team. We'll do yeah. that. We're happy to. I'll, I'll obviously I'll obviously audition to be part of this team. You know, because I'm not bad. Let's hit most of the Somebody time. has to represent the actual Tig Whippies crew. My team will be first come first serve. <laughs> I wish I would see one person team that wipes a team ass. Almost, I, almost. I will be all three players. <laughs> Controller, keyboard, another keyboard with my feet. I got this, guys. Ain't no stopping me now. <laughs> so that will be the esports news for the week. Then, go on and let's get on with it. We, we, we have one more bit of news. One more big piece of news to this week and it's the concerns pewdiepie who has been making some jokes that are you know past past bit of decency you know in good taste and he's been caught out with them and been removed by disney and youtube because of them and so we're going to talk about it i'll let chris because i know he has a lot to say about this start off all right so uh i just want to i want to first and foremost say that it was the uh, the wall street journal was the one who did the initial set and they specifically went through and grabbed various jokes including jokes he made about people taking his stuff out of context and took those out of context so they had this whole collaboration of cherry-picked things and just wrote a whole hit piece on it. Now, I'm not necessarily a fan of PewDiePie. I don't really like his persona. But I gotta say, the dude's a good person. Anyone who goes around trying to get as much money for charity as physically possible specifically because he can do it for charity. It's a good person in my book. 
<laughs> See, I, I, could, I, could, I could counteract this by saying two words of one guy over here in the past who did a lot of work for charity, but turned out he was a bit of, he was a, he was a sexual predator. Jimmy Savile. And if you don't know who that is, Google him. He had, do that right now. <laughs> he, had a, he had a show over here called Jim Will Fix It in the 80s where he used to do stuff for kids where he used to basically make their dreams come true that they had stuff. However... What was, the, uh, what was his name? Last name? Savile. Um, okay. Now, he used, to, he used to do marathons. He used to do work for uh, hospitals. He used to be a hospital porters. And he did... When, when he died... There was some real, real list, literary list of shit he did, like sexual harassment, sexual assaults. Mm. You know, so when you when we say, well, you know, that's this is the counterpoint to the saying, oh, he was really great. He did all this stuff for charity. Yeah, this guy did, and he was a complete shit. <laughs> yeah, as Mona said, that's fair. Jim will fix it. More like fuck it. Exactly. It was, he used to host a, like a, like a, a chart show over here called Top of the Pops. And during one of the episodes, you saw this girl sort of writhing, sort of almost uncomfortably, because he was fingering her while he was hosting the show. During the, during the filming of it. And it's like, what? How he got away with this stuff during, during this time period, we don't know, because he was, he was protected, it seems. All the stuff was covered up. And after he died... It all started coming out, and it was just this huge scandal for the BBC. Because there's this there's this joke that was going around from old BBC Television Centre. They moved from that a few years ago, and they said the actual building site of this place is actually safer for kids to play in now than when it was up. <laughs> so that's that's my counterpoint to the charity bit. But let's like, continue, mate. <laughs> well, fair enough on that. Um... But I mean, like he's—he's not—he's not actually an anti-Semitic or anything that is claimed in the piece. Like, and he uses these jokes that are just there as a statement of irony. Yeah. Because we are like, if you're watching this thing, you understand that, like, you understand any of that is not serious. But when you just take only the instance shown and no before and no after you're pulling it totally out of context like what was it the video it was it was a video of him dressed up like an ss trooper um when he commented first he was like oh these people have been talking about me saying that i'm an absolutely horrible person they have no idea and then he proceeds to do that <laughs> like the irony is that he gets it. Like it's it's part of an in joke. When you start see, taking that out of context, when you see that stuff in context, uh, what it is, then you can then you can laugh at it, and you should be able to go, exactly. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> However, it's again it's something that we we were talking about before the show. It's um again it's it's, it's a sitcom we used to have here called Faulty Towers, starring John Cleese. He used to you know he was an owner of a hotel. It was a rather um, sort of really sort of lowbrow sort of hotel when he tried to make it better and during one of these episodes he had a head injury and he had a load of German tourists there in there staying in the hotel and he did all this sort of real sort of goose stepping and saying that when they said is there something wrong he's like 
no, there's something wrong with wife. He's like, you, you're German. And he's like, you know, when and they, they said about an argument kicking off during the show and the joke came up, I was like, you started. And he went, no, you started. You invaded Poland. <laughs> Great joke. But you can't really get away with saying this stuff here <laughs> in, in this sort of day, day and age. Because this, it, this, 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 this political correctness limit that seems to be there. Yeah, and it's like if you say it, this stuff in public, and this is the problem with uh, they, we have jokes in in sort of context of you know either in your own home between friends at a, down the pub for example, or at a stand up show. You know, in these bits, the situation is there where you know what's going to happen. You know that if you go to a Frankie Boyle stand up show, you know you're going down a very very dark path, and if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be there. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but things like YouTube and especially PewDiePie, because he has, he's, he's almost looked at as like a role model for younger kids, you know, younger people, even with kids who look up to him. That's where this, this, this bit goes to the point where that's where they're trying to start going, well, okay, this is, this is more than enough. You can't be doing this shit. He's aged, though. The thing is, though, is that he's been doing this for years and his audience has grown with him so and you can see a steady change in his comedy going from just being frightened by playing Slenderman to where it's now and i wouldn't necessarily say he's he's trying to grow his comedy has it gotten more intelligent has it gotten more highbrow it's changed it's become different and he's evolved over time this wasn't just like oh i'm playing Slenderman. oh my god tee next step i'm goose goose stepping down you know my studio this has been a slow progression into this and the thing is too a lot of this comedy has come about is because people have attacked him for being pewdiepie so the whole thing that the Wall Street Journal is doing is what he would normally react to to cause him to do these things. So the fact it's it's a secular thing. It's like he does like he he does a joke. People get angry because he's PewDiePie. He then reacts to them by showing them how immature their reaction is by making an more even more immature reaction to the reaction in a very ironical sense by going over the top with it, which then gets taken out of context and becomes even more of a overreaction. It's not like we. And we've then ever he proceeds to do a reaction on that, ironically doing and like purposely portraying what they're claiming yeah and just another sheer brick of irony so the point is is that pewdiepie is the best at playing chicken he doesn't give a fuck because every moment that he has as he like he, he has an understanding that someday he won't be the top youtuber anymore i i think he has a very solemn understanding of that so he doesn't give a fuck what he does because I mean, he's an intelligent guy. I'm fairly certain he's already saved up, like, more than enough just to, like, not have to work a day in his life for the rest of his life. He makes millions right now, and he's not dumb, in, like, in any respect. He is actually a very brilliant person. He seems like he has a very modest living, too. Like, he's not, like, out, like, yeah. certain FIFA YouTubers who are buying Ferraris and shit. Yeah, like, that's, that's what I'm thinking. As I'm thinking he's, like, the Bill Gates of the YouTube people, where he's... You know, he's not blowing all of his money just because he has money. He's just living normally still. Also, do we know that the ex PewDiePie did a TED Talk about this? Did, did anybody realize that PewDiePie did a TED Talk about... I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. 
He, I, I kind of slowly stopped watching TED Talks. But, like, he did a TED Talk about, like, <laughs> what it means to, like, create videos, to be a content creator, what you are what you need to do for the community, how you should give back. Like, he even says, like, I don't know how this happened. I really don't. <laughs> but I'm here. I'm in this now. And this is what it's going to be. And I, for Felix, man, I can tell you, I'm not a big fan of his personally. But, like... This is the kind of stuff that, like, it's it just it gives him ammo. You're you're helping him by doing this, because guess what, Wall Street Journal, he's gonna make a reaction video to this. It's gonna get five million plus views, and what's his ad revenue going to be off of that? Because Google may have stopped supporting him on Red, but they haven't revoked his ad revenue yet. So you just it you gave him ammunition. I mean, you think about it, this is like any type of... I mean, it's, he's a stand-up comic that can get his video out there to everybody. He can react to you in almost real time. So, uh, just, a, just a quick mention. Um, there was a live stream with a bunch of other YouTubers, and they mentioned something about having the like trending on YouTube uh, algorithm slightly tweaked. Um, kind of to show whatever they feel like showing, not necessarily the, the main thing. And it's it's like a potential conspiracy theory unless we're looking behind the scenes yourself it's hard to tell um but for a long time like the the initial reactions and everything uh pewdiepie wasn't on trending on on uh, on i keep trying to say other social media on youtube um at all however his response is number one with eight million views right now <laughs> So, in a way, it's kind of helped him again get into Hilarious the public stuff. eye, and it's more mainstream now in, in the but public eye. But here is the best thing out of all of it: is that these other sites are still like there's Wired that's still going after him. There's um, the Wall Street Journal is still going after him. I think there were other uh, like more like news media places that are going after him, and they keep saying he is losing. They keep saying that he is losing this battle between them. And it's, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't lose here. His loss, oh no, my job is gone. I can keep doing my charity things. Here's what's going to happen if PewDiePie decides to leave YouTube. Is that the vast majority of his 53 million followers are going to follow him. That's That's what's going to happen. He'll bring Cinnamon Toast Ken and... Jacksepticeye with him, both of which are going to be pulling other people with them. Cinnamon Toast Ken will probably be pulling Maryface, which then brings your makeup YouTubers gone. It's a cascading effect if he starts pulling his friends and his friend group to other platforms. The audiences will follow and then the YouTube pl- platform will fall. And G- Geo in the chat saying his channel is going right, way faster again. Um, also, there's another comment in chat by Yun. Uh, funny thing is, the YouTube won't stop making money if they ban him because it's like a forest effect. When you chop down a huge tree a couple of years later, there's tons of trees coming. To YouTube won't ban spot. him. YouTube will never do oh, that. Oh, they're not. They can't. Like, I mean, they can, but they, they 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 can't financially. He is their biggest money maker. Yeah, it's it. There's kind of like it's 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 the Cold War. It's the uh, it's the Patriots versus Roger Goodell. No, but neither of them may not like each other. They both are like playing a silent war of words with each other, but neither one can do anything to the other one because it the entire machine falls down if something happens. Here's, here's the thing. I, th- I think YouTube had to be seen 
to be doing something though, because in the the yes. way the whole the way the way the current climate yeah. is with the whole political situation, with you know you're getting Trump being asked about the whole anti-Semitism shit going on around the White House, whether it is not, don't know, no, but but with that whole bit, it's this it's sensitivity of that is sky high at the moment because of it and so with this coming out with with pewdiepie doing this stuff jokes or not whether it's poor taste whatever youtube had to look at it and go okay he's been caught with this we have to do something we have to show something like when hogan was was shown to do have the racist remarks whether hogan's a racist or not wwe had to do something they had to be shown to do something because they're a publicly traded company so they couldn't just say, yeah, yeah, it's how we can just... And I don't yeah. think we're attacking YouTube here as a company. I think out of all the people we've talked about, YouTube's not at fault here. I think they had a very... I mean, it's a response. I think they had a very measured response by just pulling him from Red. By the way, yeah. Red is not really a huge moneymaker for them right now, if at all. I don't think I've ever watched any of the content that they've produced on Red, even though we're probably on gaming right now. Hi, YouTube Gaming. Hello, game. <laughs> Hello, Hello, but YouTube. Um, it makes some. But it's like I think YouTube had a very measured response, and they are. Yeah. And and they're not at fault here. I don't think we're even talking about attack YouTube's attack. It's everybody else's wow. thing. Like YouTube had a measured response. It made sense. I don't think Felix even attacks YouTube for what they did. Oh, he pokes fun of him all the time. But yeah, but that's <laughs> he did. I don't think he he attacked him any more than he normally no. does. Which. No. And any but and any of the major streamers now have concerns about the youtube algorithms as it is anyways it's a normal concern uh it's a concern to us but we're not big enough for really anything to matter what what you listen to three no. guys talking about video games so our, our concern at the moment is is youtube taking away view count for us because they've done that twice now well and they also do some overestimates too uh, which they're, might be they're, they're, they're bringing it back in line but if that's yeah the case, they, they have no. Their, their algorithms in place for, for tracking these numbers isn't perfect. Um, so once in a while, they're going to be doing some some sweeping. There's going to be channels that like gain hundreds of views, ones that lose hundreds of views, um, just in the analytics, really. Um, when the actual numbers come in, when, they, when all of the, the dust has settled, really, um, when they adjust for, you know bots going through videos and shit like that they have to they have to mess around with the algorithm awkwardly so that it can kind of like track things rightly um but i mean the people who are watching your videos are going to be watching your videos and that's kind of what it is so the revenue you're bringing in from that it's still going to be the same that's not going to change it's not going to uh, determine whether or not there's like an increase or decrease because that's all going to be distinctly measured they're not going to give a shit if a bot clicks on an advertisement because they're already getting paid to have the advertisement there. The yeah. advertisers would be the ones who have any level of concern over that, and they probably don't anyways because they're already paying kind of an amount already. So. So, hmm. so I mean, just looking into the chat at the moment, is, um, you could, you, you is he's surprised everyone has not got bored by him yet. <laughs> you know, we do all have a shelf life <laughs> on this stuff. So, you know, if, if he's adapting though fear the times to do this to be stay relevant then all the power to him really and that but it's just it just crossed that line a little bit 
at the wrong point he got caught out with especially with everything else going on in the world at the moment with that that's what i think went wrong um, i mean geo's also said yeah pudify himself he said he fully understands what disney and youtube had to do what he had to do he doesn't blame them but calls out the sites who are trying to attack him with clickbait stuff yeah yeah, I um, think but, yeah. measured responses. I, I think that the, the people who, in the end, who who didn't create the content and had to make a response made, you know, Tiger Woods gets caught cheating on his wife. Nike pulls the scholarship, pulls the sponsorship. It, it, it look at any sports star that's gotten caught doing something bad. Those most companies pull their sponsorships of them. It it's yeah. the way it is with. The Doesn't matter things. if it's true or not. Even yeah, usually, usually yeah, because they have to they be pull until the dust clears. Something. And then, yeah, as you said, when dust clears, I mean, how long before we see Hogan back? They've already started talking about him again. They've already started <laughs> talking about him again in passing bits. So, you know, it's kind of coming, trickling back in. So maybe a year or two, you might see stuff back on advertised. I, mean, I don't think Hogan's coming back because he, you know, smashed the shit out of Gawker and just got the money from that from suing them. Oh. <laughs> we're not going to open that can of worms yeah no. <laughs> and the only was... thing we can talk about is kotaku now and we're not going to do that because <laughs> the it, it's like beetlejuice you say its names three times and just shit happens you just don't want to unleash that can of worms Right. Other bits in the chat so far, we include this. Many other sites who jump gun trying to edit their articles, but not their tweets and so on. Yeah, that's that. That's something Donald Trump needs to be doing, and actually shut or shut his mouth completely. And actually, rather than rather than talk about bitching about ratings and his his um you know inauguration bit and how much he won by votes in on the election, to actually you know do his job and forget about that shit now. Because he isn't doing that. <laughs> but then we got Ewan in the chat going, if they were try actually trying to take him down, he would disappear for now. Yeah, he, he would do something along those lines and go, yeah, you know what? He would have done what Chris said. He would have he would have left he would have jumped platform. He would have taken subscribe people with him and that would have he been would that. Have, he would have gone along with it. I I genuinely think that like the rest of the major gaming uh identities would have followed with him because i mean if they're gonna do it if i mean he has he has a specific thing and here's the funniest thing is that the main video that flagged this hmm. um he was actually uh shitting on keemstar not even he wasn't even saying like do a thing to me the the actual clip uh and i'm going to i'm going to to, to say the quotes that was there um he he went on to Fiverr and he wanted to just. It was an abstract idea to him, and and I'm paraphrasing his explanation as to where the video's origin was. Was he found a concept that didn't really make sense to him, and he wanted to see the limits of that concept. So he went to Fiverr.com, which is just a fucking like a five dollar freelance thing, and he posted some things and he put in. Um, I think it was just subscribed to Keemstar and sent that out to just random people. And it was, do anything else in the video you want, say this at the end. And one of them was uh, some kids from India who made a sign that said, death to all Jews. And then they shouted, subscribe to Keemstar. Which, without any context, that's just out of the fucking blue. 
and it looks terrible. But when you realize he just put this open thing to do whatever, shit posters are gonna shit post. Like trolls are gonna troll. That's that's what it is. Take I... a good solid look at. He will not divide us the stream. There was a person who reenacted the Dark Knight individually himself on this live stream, just cause. And there, there is also there was also a, a, a comedian over here. He's he's also you could say he's he, he did a uh, producer director. He's in more than this. He was called Chris Morris, and he directed Four Lions the film. If you if you've not seen the film Four Lions, it's about four Muslim guys who plan a suicide bombing. Not not really a subject of, of you know great comedy you would think in that, but it was a funny film, and it because it, it, it's 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 so far past you know past that again that line that he drove over it, but he did it well, and so it, you know he couldn't get shit for it, but he was also known as we 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 called him at times a media terrorist because he did stuff like, <laughs> now this he did a show called Brass Eye, and. You know, not only did he have, have a subliminal message on it saying "Graders a cunt" at one point, flash up, which you know is no, it's a bit legal to have subliminal messages on a TV show, so you get so you got banned for that. But he also did a, he did an episode of it about paedophilia and how the media reacts to it, and he got kicked off the channel for it because they went, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing it this way. This is disgusting. This is wrong." So many complaints about it. But he did it because the way the hysteria happens with not only celebrities, you know, jumping to a cause quickly. I mean, you had Phil Collins there with a hat and a t-shirt with nonsense on it. So it's utter nonsense. And they didn't realize this. And then when he found out they're getting, you know, they're getting shown up for being stupid and just wanted to grab anything to get in the spotlight, he gets shit for it. <laughs> and... To me, this kind of sounds like that similar bit, but because it's PewDiePie, because of the way he started and how he hasn't actually come out as being, you know, seeing he started out as a comedian and trying to do this stuff, this is why he's getting shit for it. Because they're, 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 they're taking it literal sense in the current climate, and that's why he's getting all the shit for it. Because, what, five, six years ago, would this have been a bit of a complaint, but nothing much happened? No. Exactly. By the Hell, way, those... roll back two months ago. Um, <laughs> were those videos listed as explicit? Probably. Okay, so I think all of his stuff is explicit so, because so, of language. Yeah, so it's listed as explicit to saying that this may contain material that is a, so some may be offensive to some people. So YouTube's disclaimer was already there. Okay, just, so just if that's the case, then if that the disclaimer is there. People really can't do shit about it because you've already said some things in here may you may find offensive. You click like, the okay. Yeah. It's and like it's he, not like he's being a it's not like he's being a poe either. He's not he's not being like so satirical that it's really hard to tell if he's being serious or not. He's like a fairly clear satirical. Like it's not like he's he's being you know, believable. Like uh oh fucking what's her name? Avalion. I don't know if anyone remembers. There was this girl who did this um, this uh, parody YouTube channel that was basically her saying like Nazi shit 
Um, and it was her fucking around. Like this is this is so like far off the deep end that people have to think it's a joke. But apparently, it was really hard to tell that it wasn't. Hell, uh, that, that it was a joke. People thought it was serious, and so she got banned from YouTube, like straight up banned. Actually, <laughs> like, I. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mono in the chat earlier on said two words: "Good morning." Now that's in reference to another sitcom that was over here called Hello Hello, and it was based in uh, f- occupied France during World War Two, and they were on about the resistance. Now it was played by English actors with very dodgy uh, French accents, and the British ones, British ones trying to do these accents were just coming across blatantly bad. It was just, again, it comes across really, really bad. And in this day and age, they wouldn't get away with it. But it's that same context. Hogan's Heroes? <laughs> Hogan's Heroes, yeah. About it's... about freaking United you know, soldiers being in a Nazi camp and, like, them just, you know, once again, it's it was, it was a sign of the times. Yeah. And so I just... I, did I think he went too far? Yeah. Do I think he should have? He, he should have got blasted saying, "Well, he's anti-Semitic." Well, no, because if he's saying he's joking, and he hasn't seen to come across as being what they're saying, it's just too far, you know. Because I don't even think shit. he went too far either. Because the joke in question was that he was pointing towards a different YouTuber who has a history of being a douchebag. So, like, it, it it wasn't even like, oh, yeah, check me out. I'm so edgy. It was, this guy's a dick. Let's poke fun of him. And then racism happened. Like, <laughs> and then racism happened. <laughs> and then racism happened. <laughs> I think that's the perfect way to do it. It's just poke, don't poke fun at people because they're dicks because racism happens. There's the moral, the moral of the story. <laughs> don't poke dicks. Because racism that because <laughs> don't poke dicks because racism <laughs> there are three types of people in this take world. that dicks, conan dong physics and, and then this is when we got flagged as uh as a uh, uh, white supremacist uh, <laughs> live stream <laughs> don't <laughs> literally the opposite like just don't be racist <laughs> apparently you uh you all are racist we need to flag you now <laughs> I mean, Will's yeah, from the, the country of the original white supremacists, so. <laughs> yep. Way back in day. <laughs> Way back in ye old imperial days. Yep. <laughs> Hell, that's how we started an empire. But by the way, if you want to talk about it, they may have been. But they were ruled by a woman. Remember that. Remember that. I don't know which era you're talking about because I started trying to look through the the earliest era of of what we can count that as. I I'm mean, sitting on the Crusades right now. I'm no, I'm no. I was thinking past, past, <laughs> past. No, past the Crusades. We're talking like imperial. We're talking like imperial, imperialist. Uh, you know, Hong Kong, India. You know, okay, yeah. you right. know, kind of more. Mo- you know, pre like post World War One, pre World War Two. Yeah, because World War Two, we had to give all the countries back. <laughs> yeah. So, what's that you got behind you? Get your back. We've got Gibraltar and some other countries. 
<laughs> He's gonna start giving them back. He almost went into a bane there. Yeah. Oh, Gibraltar. <laughs> We've got countries for the people. For the people. <laughs> South Africa will be back to the people. Hong Kong will remain a special economic district. <laughs> and, and the Falklands, we need that for sheep uh, purposes. Wasn't there a battle over the Falklands? Yeah, 1980s. Argentina and Britain. Okay. That was quite yeah, it was quite a short but brutal war. Uh, no, I'm not I'm not full I mean like there's the Bay of Pigs for the United States. It's it imagines mm. the same thing, it's just a footnote in history. By the way, history note, look up the Battle of the Falklands Isles. You learn a bit. Do, as, do, do. Says, <laughs> as a cl- as a closing bit of this part so we can go into a bit more happier stuff. Misanthropy, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Mono's got a perfect line. Like, don't be racist. Ate everyone equally, just like I do. Yeah, that was that's what I was talking about. Hashtag misanthropy. Yeah. Or misanthropy. So that's the news for this week. So we move on to what we've been playing this week, and I know I've heard that it's going to be slightly light for some for someone, so I'll get I'll let him go to go first. So James, I know you said you've not played much. I'll let you go first out of the way so you can get. Okay, yours. I haven't played yeah. anything. There you go. Done. <laughs> Done. There you go. Nailed it. Chris, what have you been playing this week, mate? Uh, I'm exclusively Castle Wolfenstein. No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, America. Uh, I, I played three games of League of Legends to remind myself why I will never play League of Legends again. Um, I played uh, some Overwatch, of course. Played, oh, I've been bouncing around games. Um, I played a little bit of Ultimate Chicken Horse the other day. That's a fun little one. Um, and just kind of running dailies on uh, fucking... Binding of Isaac. So, not much. Not much. It's been kind of slow. I'm setting up things for um, different emulators because I think I want to start doing some emulators for videos. Because I... then I can play shit in my Steam games and I don't have to worry about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'll save that. Oh, no, no, no. Um,. Hey, I'll, I'll play this one for... No, I'm saving that for stream. Oh, I can play that... No, no, that's that's a stream game. That's that's, that's, that's literally my thing. I want to play Borderlands. That's a stream game. Want to play Division. That's a stream game. Want to play... Oh, that's a stream game. Yeah, I've been doing that myself. I mean, I've set, I've set up my free that I want to do for Game Blast next weekend. Um, which... You know, they've been in what I've been playing this week, so you know I can talk about them. Um, so, for me, I have been playing the usual stuff, like you know, like the, the Zen Pinball. We've been playing Sorcerer's Lair this week, and sandbagging continues. This is the best way I can think of to say it. Is I'm just not getting anywhere near the stuff. Um, I've been playing some more Euro Truck Simulator. I've been going from between Belgium and Germany, backwards and forwards for a couple of bits. Oh, and then went back to Cardiff, which I almost got bollocked by uh, Gina on this one. Because I would, I, I posted on Twitter this week, I went, I went from Bratislava to Cardiff. 
and she goes she goes if i if i had reread that you'd have been trouble because you didn't go and see me or let me know you were coming to cardiff it's like in a truck from bratislava so it's like yeah i was tired but this weekend you and you were trucks like whenever i'm streaming though i crash more I crashed like six or seven times, even including, right, you know the toll booths for, on the motorways and the autobahns you get. Pulled up to that, paid my, paid, my, paid my bit that I needed to pay to go through, lifted up, drove straight out. I still crashed into it. No reason. It's like, how did that happen? How did I crash into this by just going straight through it like I normally would? Just made no bloody sense, but... Yeah, I did have a couple of near misses as well, so it's it's it's, it's really it's it's a nice relaxing game, nice relaxing game on it though. So you can have a decent soundtrack to it. You can play something from YouTube. Uh, you know, you can just and just zone out and just drive, and you can take up a few hours, and it's it's fine. You know, it's it's not like a clicker game. Which, by the way, I, I did text James this morning about this when i woke up i removed crusaders lost idols from my my pc it is gone if you go you know if i i could do a little video showing you on my steam it says install so it's just prove it's not there but it's gone no there's no more clicker on it done <laughs> so the way um rainbow six we i played again this weekend but and it wasn't much because Ubisoft have done it again. They have taken a game that wasn't broken and they fucking smashed it up. Again. We tried playing with playing with Ed, yeah. Rob and myself can get into the game. Even though Ed's invited us and has the party set up, it won't allow him into the same game we are. It'll go into a different one or not at all. And it's like, thanks, Ubisoft. You had this working, you had to ruin it, didn't you? You just had to fucking... I mean, Mono said it's beyond shit now, and I, I, I don't... I don't necessarily agree with that, because when you get a game going, it's you can be... It can still be a good laugh, but when they pull this shit, it doesn't help. It really doesn't. Um, so we decided to switch to Titanfall 2, which James came in to play with us on this one. <laughs> Yes, and uh, I, I did play Titanfall 2 with you guys and got real try-hard on the, the pilot v. pilot one. <laughs> you absolutely owned that one. Because <laughs> wasn't it, what, 26 to 3 your kill death ratio? Yeah, with like 10 assists. And we were just shit. <laughs> you just fucking owned it, which was amazing to see, because... We went on to the last Titan standing, which is like a 5v5 Titan match. And we were just nowhere, were we? No. <laughs> we, we tried going around, you know, tried flanking. It's just, no. Nope. Nope. Wasn't working. But it's still a good laugh. It was still, you know, when, when you get your mates in there, you get a team going. You know, you do get some really good moments on there. And I believe we streamed it. So we'd have to look out for that coming soon. Mm-hmm. To, onto, onto the bit. Um, because this week I was able to actually um, be, you know, stream properly because I didn't have a stinking cold. 
I actually started Red Dead Redemption as part of the Sunday service. I've forgotten just how much fun and how great that game is. I loved that game the first time when I played it on, on PS3. And the horses are stupid. It's as stupid as Roach. Maybe a bit more. But, you know, the the gunfights are great. You know, you've got these set pieces. Kind of smaller set pieces at the beginning. To, it was brilliant. You know, and there was one point where I had to take out six six outlaws. And but one of the sixth one he had to just injure, you know, because he, he didn't want it to have him dead. So, in six shots, I did five kills. And and and, and took it and hit him in the leg, and it. No, I don't normally do that stuff. You know, this is sometimes with, with uh, like a first person shooter or a third person shooter, I'm, my my aim can be off. But this one it was just a boom, 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 boom. It's like, ooh, I like this. More of this, please. <laughs> I used to be an outlaw in the West until I took a bullet in the knee. <laughs> and it's like, then I had to just work for the government. Because they're bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and But going against other things, um, I also played Mafia 3. I started a bit more of that. Talking um, about racism. Exactly. And my... <laughs> my god the actual story of that really really is thick with how bad it was back in the 60s um it got to the point where it's opened up now so it's a more open world so you can start doing collectibles and little side missions which the side missions aren't really there yet you know there's probably about two that can fit into the main mission um i'm doing the collectibles off stream so, you know, it's not going to be, you know, it's, not, it's just going to be story based a lot of the time. So you guys can't see the Playboy bits and I can't get kicked off Twitch for looking at them. Because, you know, if the Playboy bits are there, I'm going to have a look because it's collectible. Because you can. And, and as um, Punisher says, it is full on racist. Could be considered I, a period piece, though. Yes, that's why they've done it, and that's what they, they've put as a disclaimer at the start, saying, look, this is what happened in the 60s around this, when, where we set this. So, you know, it would be remiss of us to not have it as authentic as what happened as possible. And I do like the way the story changed, because I, I did kind of see something coming with where where it ha where the whole um, main story is kicked off and it's but it's still hit and it still hit hard and so that was quite, you know, it's quite shocking in terms of the story but gameplay we'll have to wait and see because it you know if it's going to be the same sort of almost almost like a cookie cutter of um, Ubisoft games. You know, we 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 you have to do like wiretapping into the little sections of the city to open more city bits up, more collectibles up. So, I'm hoping it doesn't really descend into that because that's gonna take the shine off of what so far is a good game. Uh, played more Rocket League for the community stuff because we also played offline. Uh, Bish fingers uh, Curtis and myself on Wednesday night played some Rocket League because they, they went do you want to or are you about 
eh, fuck it, why not? We did, we came off as like, I think it's about 12 or 13 wins to about seven, maybe eight losses. So we had a good run of about seven straight games where we were just owning and owning and owning our opponents. We, we you know, we've been playing competitive of late. Because, you know, it started to get ranked and started to do really cool stuff. And we, we also compared um, our wins and our, how many matches we've had. I had about 770 with a win ratio of 46.6%. Curtis, however, right, at this point, this was before the, the community event we did, played four, uh, 2,436 matches. Let me take. A, do you want to take a guess at his uh, winning percentage? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he, his percentage from two thousand four hundred thirty-six games, seventy percent win ratio. Hmm. That that now for someone who keeps saying, "Oh, I'm lucky," or oh, "I'm useless," Sam Bergen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, oh man, that that is just, it, it, it's like you know, there's this this being humble, and then there's taking the piss and outright lying. And as Curtis is he, Curtis is lying now, in the chat, right? right? You can see it. <laughs> he it's utter bullshit from him for this stuff. So is he? So. Yeah, we we had some really really fantastic games, and to be to be frank, my my skill has improved on it. You know, I'm starting to be able to dribble a bit more. The passing is coming back. It, it you know, I'm not gonna go well. I'm up to shit. I was on Thursday night, but then again, the 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 people we were playing against were you know Bish Fingers, Shrafham, you know, friend of the show Carl Palmer, and his mate Beanhead are really good at this and you know when you get you get carl and you get curtis on the same team you're gonna have trouble scoring because they're damn good at goalkeeping in this so you know it's just then next week if you want to join in please do so though because it's a lot of fun and it's a great you know we don't have to we, we you know we don't we don't have to have a huge skill level if you, you know we're not we're not in in the process of ripping the piss out of you if you're really crap but <laughs> you know we we are going to have fun though we are going to take the piss cuz we we do with boo you know cuz <laughs> he he can't he, he can't be on headset a lot of the time so you know we have to we have to do his yorkshire accent like, oh going to come nick you goals He's gonna, yeah, because the way he, the way he acts, the way he, the way some of his stuff he says in chat, we're gonna rip the piss. It's just gonna happen. But we do it, in, we, you know, we do it in fun. We don't, we don't do it maliciously. But yeah, come in, join us if you have Rocket League. It doesn't matter if you have it on PS4. It doesn't matter if you have it on PS, you know, you know, Xbox or PC. We're gonna do that because that's it. Does it, it does have cross-platform multiplayer? Yes, yes, it does. And you can use the like the password to do that for it so there and then finally um for a bit to completely ruffle some feathers gina and myself have been doing some i want to be doing some more 
co-op streams and it has been coined on what the actual flying fuck Thursday <laughs> I like it right <laughs> In not in any way, shape, or form nicking uh, another uh, stream team's idea of uh, a title for a, a stream in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> but this week we played Super Dungeon Brothers. Now, this is a game we tried at uh, EGX, and it's like a dungeon crawler. You know, it's uh, isometric, top-down, um, but it's also like an RPG in terms of you can buy... You, better weaponry for it you can buy better armor and um, one of the key points of this is teamwork cooperative teamwork where you can pick each other up and fucking chuck each other about to get across the platforms to, uh, to get levers to get you know chests just for gold for pure looting purposes and there was one point though where we got we you run out of loot and it just says you might as well run because all the guy, all the guy, you're going to get swarmed. You're not going to get any more loot. And when they say swarm, they fucking mean it. <laughs> because you just, you know, think Diab- Diablo 3 times that by about four to the amount of uh, actually enemies you can get. And they just fucking just pile on. And, but you can get like special weapon, um, special attacks like by pressing triangle. And the one that you get to start off with is like a spinning attack. And how you spin, you pick up your, you pick up the person you're with, and you, both of you just start spinning like a whirling dervish with a sword going around to try and kill everybody out. It's just brilliant. So, you know, I'm going to try and get other people to do it because you can have four players on this. So, if you guys want to join us, I mean, I know we we'll have to try and get you a PS4, Chris, but if you want to join us, again, we're, we're doing it next Thursday join us it's it's going to be a laugh because it's really it, it was fun last week is it the greatest game in the world no no it's not there are better we've played you know the 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 online can be a bit more stable the game can be a bit more stable because it crashed about twice on us so you know you're going to get a couple of youtube videos that are going to be a bit iffy you know it'll split up at least but yeah that's pretty much what i've been playing which will move us to Game Blast, which is next weekend. Now, the three games I've said I'm going to be playing are um, Red Dead Redemption I'm going to be playing for about four hours. I'm going to be playing Rocket League for at least four hours. And if I'm not bogged down with playing Rocket League, because, you know, it's Rocket League, I'll probably play a bit of Titanfall 2. If people want to play with us for Rocket League, they can do. However, and here's here's the little catch. There is a minimum donation of £10 that you have to pay to Special Effects for Game Blast to join us in playing it. So, you know, to get the charity a little something out of this. Because that's what we're doing it for. We're here here for Special Effects. We're here to help disabled people be able to play games again. You know, because some of them have been, you know, in the war. And... They've lost, you know, amputations or, you know, spinal injuries. And if they were playing games before, they want to do it again. So this, in a way, helps them. Helps no rehabilitation. But also helps other disabled people start playing. So that's, so that's what, what we've been. So next, it's 25th and 26th. We're starting on 9pm 9, 9 UK time, which is 
4 p.m. U.S. Eastern Standard Time, where James will be starting out for at least eight hours. Then Chris will be jo- jumping in beforehand, and then I'll be taking over for the final 12. So, any shout-outs? We've got any shout-outs? I will probably be playing Ghost Recon's beta Badland, Wildlands, because that's oh. going to be that weekend. Oh. Uh, open beta. Um, I kind of want to do a community Dota 2. Just do some crazy random uh, fucking arcade games. And uh, participation will be uh, a lower minimum than, than the $10 play in. Uh, but uh, still something. I'm probably going to tag it like $2, $5, something within a lower range because it's that. But Or maybe like one around, something like that. So, but yeah. I think someone likes Yoshi's story. <laughs> also, yeah, yeah, Des uh, really wants me to talk about Yoshi's story. I haven't played it yet. I'm setting up the emulators and I'm getting an N64 controller so I can do Let's Plays of it. So. <laughs> well, there's going to be one view. Uh, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can choose to embarrass uh, or I can choose not to embarrass. Uh, the temptation to embarrass is really high. Um... But instead, I'm going to go ahead and do uh, some 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 shout out of uh, of. Uh, Is this yes to embarrass or yes uh, to, uh, to 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 let stream? Oh, there you uh, go. You got you have approval. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, so uh, uh, last last night, uh, Des came over and um, we were playing a little bit of Ultimate Chicken Horse, and. Uh, <laughs> she she was inebriated to a certain degree uh, started talking about Yoshi's story about how it was like, the only game she ever fell in love with and then I downloaded an emulator for it and she just bawled her eyes out for like an hour not playing it at all sitting on the start menu just bawling her <laughs> eyes out at the game like I love it I love this game and then she picked up the controller went to go move it uh, up and down, and I hadn't quite configured the <laughs> Xbox controller to work like the proper setup. Got pissed off at it, shoved it onto my lap, and said, "No, this is wrong." <laughs> Has she tried the, uh, Yoshi's Woolly World yet? Oh, I gotta, I gotta make her play a lot of games. I gotta make her play a lot of games. Um, but I'm, I'm ordering N64 controllers and uh, different controllers to kind of expand on that. Um, I, I intend, I intend to do uh, gaming from a non-gamer on my, on my YouTube at one point, uh, which is I'm going to have, have her review games. She doesn't play games. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. oh, yes, world, my baby. What's up, Sea World? <laughs> How's it going? Welcome. You caught the tail end of this. Yep, because we're just going to say where we are, and that that is, we can find us on Twitter at tgwpis. Obviously, you can find us on Twitch at the same bit, same bit. You can find us on YouTube, which 
let, give us a sub on YouTube. Help us get to 100 subs so we can get a custom URL, which would be really good, because then we don't have to do like the weird sort of channel numbery lettering bollocks on their address for it. We don't want that. We want, we want a custom one. Don't worry. It won't be anything offensive. <laughs> or will it? <laughs> Never know. Um, you can also know. find... <laughs> you can also find myself on Twitter at LRT Maker. You can find me on PSN at LRT Maker. Same as same as on Xbox. P- Steam is PSN underscore LRT Maker. I am also on Facebook as well. We are also on Instagram, aren't we? Of, of, of TGWPI or is it PIS as well, James? Which one? Instagram. Insta. I caught you on the bounce there. <laughs> I was reading the final words. Uh, it's TGWPI. PI, so yeah. So yeah. So you find us all there. And because, you know, you can find James. He's pretty much Tig Whippy, aren't you, really? Really? Yes. I am Tig Whippies. But where can they find Chris? Well, you can always find me here on Twitch TV slash Hergleman. You can find me on the Twitter at Hergleman, and you can find me at the YouTube at youtube.com slash the Hergleman. That's pretty much it. We only have one thing left to say. Uh, and that is from our good friend, Buffalo Bill Cody, whose famous last words were, well, let's forget about it and play high five. High five, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. God help me on Game Blast. See you later. No, God.